guys, welcome to the second episode of Jam Pack Chats. Today we're going to be talking to Cameron Bell about aerial silks. Make sure to stay up to date with our podcast to make sure you get to hear these fun interviews and learn some unique things. Hey Cameron, thanks for joining us for a Jam Pack Chat today. We're so excited to learn and talk about aerial silks. So what is aerial silks? So aerial silks is um, something very new or that I've noticed becoming a new thing. Um, The easiest way for me to basically describe it is like this fabric, a very long fabric that hangs from the ceiling. And I basically climb up it. I spin, I do flips, I do tricks in the air. Wow, that sounds crazy. (laughs) Um, When did you begin doing aerial silks? So I started doing aerial silks when I was, I believe, 14. So I distinctly remember it was my very last day of eighth grade. And I watched a new Pitch Perfect movie and I went in for my first practice and I, it was a free (laughs) trial. And so I like went in and I fell in love with it. It was super cool experience. How did you like get started? How'd you even hear about it to get the free trial? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I grew up doing gymnastics for about nine years. And um, so that gym was the place I grew up at. And after I quit, it's been a couple of years since I've been at that gym uh, that I considered like a second home. So I was like, you know, I'll go in for an open gym, which is where you can go in and do whatever you want. And so it was my first time being there in two years. And I see that a lot had changed um, all around. And I saw this fabric hanging from the ceiling and I saw people um, doing some lessons and I was like, oh, this is really cool. I've never heard of silks prior to that. That was my right. first time ever seeing anything uh-huh. like that. So, um, yeah, I was like, wow, this looks really cool. And that I wanted to try it myself. And so I grabbed a little pamphlet thingy and mm. I took it to my mom <laughs> and showed it to her. So I love that. I love that. So this is a sport where you're in the air and there's a lot of things happening. <laughs> what has been your craziest memory so far? So my craziest memory was definitely going to Costa Rica for silks. Um, wow. It was my first time going so out cool. of the country. <laughs> and um, so I got like my passport and everything just for it. And um, so we went to Costa Rica and it was called the Aerial Passion Quest. Um, and it's where I went to Costa Rica with my team. And we kind of did different things surrounding aerial silks yoga and stuff like that um and by far the craziest thing there was when we did um silks and a butterfly dome that was like 50 feet tall and um we performed for the local village which was a really cool experience but the butterfly dome was definitely like pretty awesome (laughs) i would yeah sounds pretty cool (laughs) yeah those are some awesome opportunities that you got so yeah for sure as you started getting into aerial silks and like figuring out you liked it you started uh posting about it on social media and have since gained a lot of followers yes. and the coveted blue check on tiktok she's <laughs> <laughs> famous <laughs> how how did that happen you know what's the story yeah so i got so before it was tiktok um it was musically and um i actually wanted to post uh 
my silk videos kind of like for my own progress because I was still very much a beginner um, and I wanted to post on Instagram, but I also liked music with my videos. So I was like, how can I get free music like with to post? So that's how I started like posting online for musically specifically. And um, back then it was like very hard to get noticed um, on that app. So anytime that you did get noticed or like where Musical.ly pushed you onto the uh, feature page is what it used to be called. Mm -hmm. It was like a big deal. Right. And so um, the first time I got featured, I got like 5,000 followers that uh, first, like the first night. And it was like such a surreal moment. And it was like Thanksgiving. And like, it was just like super crazy because my phone started like blowing up and I didn't know. And what was going on. So I actually, because it was, like I mentioned, like very hard to get noticed on um, that app, I actually got like verified back like 10,000 followers, which was, is not as like much now. But um, so I was verified back when it was Musical.ly and it just transferred over to TikTok uh, when they took over. And from there, like I've been on the For You page more Mm -hmm. and more um, and I've been gaining more followers since then. Very interesting. And that goes back a long time. That's very (laughs) cool. Um, How do you use the platform that you gained? What are you, you know, goals with it and whatnot? Yeah, so like I mentioned, it was kind of like a way to track my progress with Mm -hmm. myself. Um, So I kind of still use it for that. Um, And I love like going back and like seeing things that I used to do and like watching videos Mm -hmm. now. And it kind of like, you know, makes me realize like I have grown a lot and um, it kind of pushes me to keep on going. And um, it's also a way to like encourage people online. Um, because a lot of like my platform on TikTok is very um, young, like uh, child based or like y- younger um, kids. And they really like look up to me for that. So yeah. um, it's kind of like a combination of growth for myself, but also like encouragement for others. So I do like m- maybe like mini tutorials, um, like beginner tutorials. Mm-hmm. So like other people can try it um, right. and learn from that. Um, so that's kind of like how I use it on there. That is so sweet. I love that you use the platform that you've gotten to like make a positive impact because some people are not about that <laughs> and how you like, you do have an impact on people, but you're not boastful or prideful about it at all. You're one of the most mm. humble people I've ever met. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're just using, you know, that thing that is not a like, of the biggest part of your life you're like wow i can do something good with this so i think mm-hmm. that's really cool so as far as like the actual sport i mean that's pretty crazy you're climbing up super high you're doing flips and tricks and it's kind of scary what's the most challenging thing about what you do so um the most challenging thing um for me is not necessarily like the actual tricks because when you first start out like you start with the most beginner things um, and you gradually make your way up and um, you will become like stronger and like more flexible and it will get easier in that way. And of course there are like some things that like take a little bit longer to learn, but that's just part of the sport, you know? Um, The most challenging thing that I've noticed throughout the years is um, that I am my most like 
biggest critic. Um, I see how I'm doing and I'm like, well, this could be better. And it's not in like in a positive way. Um, mm-hmm. And it's more of like, I'm getting on to myself. Like why, like I've been doing it for yada, yada years. Like, why am I not where I am comparing myself to other people? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, so it, it's very much a mental game where I like get in a small rut and I'm like trying to get out of it and get past it. But um, another thing that is challenging for me is that I can take it for granted. Um, Sometimes I get uh, like burnt out um, of Mm -hmm. silks. Like I, I only do it once a week. Um, So it's really not that much, but um, I like, get in this situation where I'm like, well, I don't really feel like doing it. And then I'll skip Mm -hmm. that week. Right. But then the next thing I know, I'm getting so busy with school, with lacrosse that I don't have time. I I haven't been in the past month because I've been so busy. And then moments like those, I'm like, well, I wish, like, I I really wish I could go because that is my thing that I get to do outside of school. Mm -hmm. And it's my escape. But the times that I should take it, like take advantage of it, mm-hmm. I don't. And mm-hmm. then when I really want it, I can't. <laughs> so right. it's kind of like I take it for granted sometimes and I wish that like, but it's yeah. something I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love how honest you are in that, you know? I mean, it's even relates back to something that we talked about in one of our episodes on the podcast where we talked about people pleasing in how that can relate to just you as yourself, like you are your biggest critic. Everyone sees the worst in themselves, right? And so it's important to push past that, just like you do for Ariel Silks, just in every area of life, pushing past mm-hmm. what we think is the worst about us and uh, doing our best and doing what we can to glorify God in that. So yeah. I think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. This has been so interesting mm-hmm. to hear about all of this and to learn just more about the sport and your experiences with it and all of the things, the ups and the downs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just been very interesting and encouraging to hear. As we are wrapping up, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you and all of your aerial silk stuff? Yeah. So if you wanted to look at some of my stuff, um, you can find me on TikTok at Silks Nation and on Instagram at Silks Nation. It's S-I-L-K-S Nation. Um, And yeah, so that's where you can find all my stuff. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for coming on today. We Thank are, you for having me. So thankful. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our second bonus episode. And big shout out to my good friend Cameron Bell for being on the show and talking about aerial silks. Make sure to keep up with us by following us on Instagram at jam underscore the podcast. We'll be doing more of these fun little episodes in the future, so make sure to stay tuned and keep updated. And listen to episode 8 that's dropping next Wednesday at 7 o'clock.